Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Up next, Luna talks with Anna Paulina Luna, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. No one wants the United States to become Australia. At least I think they don't. So when a video resurfaced of a potential COVID-19 quarantine camp in Nisqually, Washington, you asked me to investigate, and boy, there's a lot to unpack and uncover. So we did. We discussed the rumors, the evidence, and how COVID-19 has ties to the increasing politicization of our military and what that means for the future of our country. This is Luna Talks with Anna Paulina. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to today's episode of Luna Talks with me, your host, Anna Paulina Luna. We have two very interesting things to cover today. One was actually at the request of the listeners. And yes, as some of you may know, I actually do do polling for episodes and content you want me to cover from time to time. And that's actually something that I do on my Instagram. So if you follow me there, that's at Real Anna Paulina. Make sure you check my stories because usually about a couple of days prior, I'll actually ask you, what do you guys want me to cover, especially in trending news cycles? So the first one I will be covering is what is happening in Nisqually, Washington in regards to the rumors of a COVID-19 quarantine camp. And also too, I will be covering updates with Lieutenant Colonel Scheller as we are seeing now multiple members of Congress have come forward. And I was actually fortunate enough to speak with one of those members, Congressman Norman, who is actually a member of the House Freedom Caucus. It's good to know that at least we might have a super politicization of the military right now, but there are still members of Congress who realize what is happening is wrong and will actually uphold their oath and their pledge to really stand up for the American people. So to talk about what's happening in Washington... This is something that I'm sure, like myself, many of you saw a viral clip circulating on the internet of a gentleman who had said, look, this is what I found. This is obviously clearly disturbing. We all see the footage of what's happening in Australia of literally a police state, and they are increasingly more and more losing their rights to even have a voice in regards to protest or counter protesting their government in regards to this extreme legislation. 
But nonetheless, we saw that this video surfaced and it went absolutely viral. And it went viral because people right now do not trust government and you can't blame them. I think that after, especially the last year or so after the 2020 election cycle, and really after the massive disinformation campaign we saw launched by the mainstream media to the American people in regards to even just treatment of COVID-19, whether or not masks works. We saw that those emails that were leaked from Dr. Fauci's office, where he was literally saying masks do not work, all of these things have caused the American people to essentially lose all faith in government. And we can't blame them. Now, I want to play for you this video because this has been something that I promised all of you that I would look at the facts and then present these to you so that you can decide and then obviously give you my synopsis. Listen here. In Eatonville, look what's going on out here. Everybody needs to see this. There's the main highway right there. Looks like we got a... uh, an active COVID quarantine site going in here. So everything's been logged, all of that. Just wanted to uh, show you guys the main road there. Check that out. They got a gate here. There's also a gate over there by uh, that dozer. Two gates going into this place. Looks like they're just getting to work on it. There you have it, folks. They're doing it. They're coming along. So if you look at the video, you'll see that part of the reason why this gentleman actually stopped is because the first thing that you see is Nisqually Active COVID Quarantine Site says close to public entrance by medical referral only. So obviously, I think anyone would kind of stop, pause and take interest to this. And then obviously, you can see some fresh construction. Now, I posted that and then I actually got some response from people that lived in Washington and it was really split. Half of the people said that, look, this is something that's new. It's fresh. We're freaked out about it. The other half said that the actual tribe had responded because this video had surfaced. Now, when you hear the video of the response from the tribe, they say that this has been set up for the Nisqually tribe itself and it is a location where people can go if they don't have the ability to quarantine on their own from their families. And it's something that's been set up on tribal property. So as you know, with tribal law, they really do operate within their own government, right? So he addresses this, but it's still leaving people uncomfortable. And here's why. Because when you look online, and I had also these people sending me stuff from the CDC, and then also to a Washington Gov job opening, People don't want to lose one, their personal freedoms. And historically speaking, whether we're talking about Germany, whether we're even talking about what happened in the United States with the Japanese during World War II, camps are never a good thing, especially when they're run by government. Now, to specify, this is being run by a tribal government, but it still makes people uncomfortable. Why? Because it's in their backyards. If you head over to careers.washington.gov, so careers.wa.gov, look up isolation and quarantine strike team consultants under PS2. It's a non-permanent job listing. It states that the salary starts at about $3,200 a month to $4,200 a month, and the locations needed are in Lewis County and Centralia, Washington. Obviously, it's a full-time but non-permanent position, and it's being put out by the Department of Health. If you go through this, it goes to lay out that the isolation and quarantine section works and to decompress hospitals by supporting local and state isolation and quarantine, alternate care facility and patient transport by partnering with local governments, 
and then it puts in parentheses, tribes, counties, cities. So whether or not this is a listing for the Nisqually tribe or whether or not it is a listing for, as stated in the job listing, Lewis County, which is where they have a state operated facility within a motel that basically provides the ability to quarantine people that have COVID-19. I think that the people of Washington have rights to be a little bit concerned and at least ask questions, obviously never inciting violence. But why is it so wrong that people are concerned about this? So I found the video online and the video is of the leader of the Nisqually tribe talking about some of the backlash that they have received. Good afternoon, everybody. Today is Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. My name is Willie Frank III, chairman of the Nisqually Indian tribe. Here to give folks a quick update in regards to a social media post that occurred yesterday. We here at the Nisqually tribe are dismayed that lies and untruths are being spread about our COVID quarantine site at Brighton Creek Healing and Retreat Center just outside of Roy. The tribe owns the property and it is a place for healing. We made it a COVID quarantine site 18 months ago to help with our tribal members who have no other place to quarantine or if they want to protect the unvaccinated tribal members and the young kids at home. This is not fundamentally different than anyone quarantining in their own home. Well, tribes are used to racism disguised as falsehoods. We will not tolerate threats being made against our tribal members, health staff, or any other staff, either in person or by the phone. These are unlawful, and we will pursue law enforcement actions against anyone who makes these threats. Brighton Creek is a place of healing, and these falsehoods are very dangerous and very misleading. Please, please listen to the facts. The Nisqually tribe is here to work with our outside communities, and we are here to protect our homelands. I thank you very much. Have a great day. So do I think that, you know, I don't know why he brought into racism in it. I think many people are concerned about this, not because they're racist and they don't like the Nisqually tribe. I think that they're concerned because we realize that not just around our country, but around the world, people are losing their freedoms. And government is, again, I cannot say this enough, will never be able to make better decisions for you than you can make for yourself or for your family. So why they interjected that, I don't know. But I will say that his explanation says that they're doing it for their tribe and that it's not mandatory. But when you have this type of distrust that is really, I think, on murmurs of the American people, that is going to obviously carry over into instances like this. And I wanted to share that with you because I think it's important, especially that we are obviously putting correct information out there, but that we are also aware that, you know, once you have government and legislation pass rules, you typically tend to not get your freedoms back. It's not like you can just erase it and make it go away. It's really hard to pull back. And so Do I think people have the right to be concerned? Absolutely. Do I think people have the right to ask questions? Absolutely. And do I try to provide you with the correct information so that you can determine your own conclusion about this? 100%. In general, I think that it is really, really not a good idea anywhere to call something a quarantine camp or a quarantine COVID-19 site. I think that it is terrible. I think that people obviously should have the opportunity to make their own decisions, but probably not a good idea for branding, especially in the state of Washington. We will segue into what's happening with Lieutenant Colonel Scheller and update for that one, but I do have to break, so we'll be right back after this quick break. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Addressing the politicization of the military and what is happening currently with Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. I do not think it is by accident that Lieutenant Colonel Scheller was not given his request for resigning his commission. In fact, as you heard on the last episode, he tried, but they said no, and they wanted to keep him in. And I think they wanted to keep him in to prove a point. They wanted to show, especially higher ups of the brass in the military, that they cannot step out of line. I think in any other circumstance, even in, and I think under previous administrations, This type of reaction and this type of response in regards to someone asking for accountability, especially on Afghanistan, when we were all asking that same question, I don't think that this type of reaction would have taken place. But now we're seeing, and actually this morning, there was a posting from Congressional Representative Troy Nels that stated, right now, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is in his initial 14-day period of isolation in accordance to COVID-19 protocols. He then goes on to further state that charges have not yet been preferred, but Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is suspected. And then he goes through and he lists the potential charges that they are going to bring against Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. There is violating Article 88, which is contempt towards officials. Article 90, which is willfully disobeying superior commissioned officers. There is Article 92, which is failure to obey or an order or regulation, and Article 133, which is conduct unbecoming of an officer or gentleman under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. These are the allegations, and Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is presumed innocent until proven guilty. That's why, as you know, we want to make sure that Lieutenant Colonel Scheller is working with one of the best attorneys money can buy, and that's why so many organizations have come together, specifically those of the Pipe Hitter Foundation, to actually you know, advocate on his behalf. And if you do want to give, you can give, if you go to the previous podcast episode, I actually put the URL in the description of that so that you can give there. But the things that they're listing are all because, again, he chose to speak up, which when in actuality, I've talked to many officers and they don't think that any of this applies. In fact, you know, they want to say that he was political, but his job as an officer is to make sure that his men are taken care of. And a lot of people don't know this, but you are not supposed to comply with an unlawful order. So if he believed that any of those orders, especially the gag order that they placed on him, where he apparently had broken it to literally ask for support from his senior military leadership, if that's considered an unlawful order, can you then see how 
it is a fact that they are going through and they are weeding out those that are conservative in ideology, whether they're conservative-leaning independents, conservative Republicans, whether they just are conservative in general, whether it's because they are Christians, whatever it might be, this is part of, I think, a bigger plan here. They have been for a very long time now using COVID-19 to now dishonorably discharge at the request of the Biden administration any service members that are not wanting to take the COVID-19 vaccination. They are not respecting people's requests for religious exemptions in the military. In fact, I've had, I want to say I've probably received maybe about 600 messages on my social media channels from service members that are saying that when they do put in that request, that their senior leadership is essentially telling them no, and they're basically laughing them out of office. I read you that really disturbing army PowerPoint where they were talking about why you should take the COVID-19 vaccine. And then it goes on to just really address something bizarre, which is the seven tenets of Satanism. I mean, sometimes I see this stuff and I think that we're an upside down world. I mean, how could you go through any of this and not realize that we are literally seeing the military weed out people that disagree. And that's dangerous. It's dangerous because when you have the military so far polarized and disconnected from the American people, then you can have leadership, possibly like the current leadership that we have in office, weaponize that military against the American people. I didn't see the military pushing for there to be a court martial of the TikTok young sergeant in the army that said that during a time of martial law that she would use her weapons on the American people. That was actually a statement put out by a military service member in military uniform on the Chinese owned app TikTok. And you saw zero repercussions for that. You know, I am old enough to remember when the military emphasized and basically took pride in the fact that they were apolitical. I served under both Trump and Obama. And I remember that when Trump was sworn in as commander in chief, the entire military morale went through the roof. You know, it seems like it's almost a lifetime ago because right after Biden was sworn in, and I'm not saying this because I'm conservative, this is the God honest truth. The military morale went down. A lot of people were not excited to deploy for this man, to see him speak because of how he had treated military service members, because of how he had really attacked someone that the military believed in, which was President Trump. You know, what I see with the increasing targeting and politicization of our military, I fear that it's going to continue to get worse. You know, we were all there to see General Milley state that the military should be teaching critical race theory. I mean, do you, is that something that you want people that are supposed to be representing a very diverse population of American citizens? That's what you want them to be focusing on? I mean, for good and sakes, you don't have to look hard to realize that it's wrong. You go to the American Bardock org. I've read this to you before, but it says acknowledgement that racism is a normal feature of society and is embedded within systems and institutions. Or how about this, you know, divisive gem here? Rejection of popular understanding about racism, such as arguments that confine racism to, quote, a few bad apples. CRT recognizes that racism is coded in law embedded in structures and woven into public policy. CRT rejects claims of meritocracy or quote-unquote colorblindness. CRT recognizes that it is a systemic nature of racism that bears primary responsibility for reproducing racial inequality 
That is what General Milley's trying to force and indoctrinate our military into thinking. I'm sorry, but having served in the military and having made friends with many people, whether they are from higher income and higher places in society or lower income places in society, when you put on your uniform, I was not taught that I was different because of the color of my skin or because I'm half Hispanic or because I can get darker in the summer and I'm whiter in the winter. I mean, what kind of backwards world is that? Oh, let's go into the fact that this same commanding officer of our military is saying that he reads Mao Zedong and Karl Marx. It is estimated that communism has killed up to 100 million people. And this guy is saying that he's read these and that he, you know, this is the same guy, mind you, that went behind President Trump's back to communicate with China, that is a communist government, because he was trying to say that the president was a threat. I mean, this is exactly what we were afraid of, and this is exactly what's happening. And I do think that we have to take this country back. It's make no mistake, it is the new slogan, I think, that President Trump will be putting out when he runs for office in 2024. But I do have to break real quick, so sit tight. We'll be right back. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. So Don Jr. is posting that that's going to be their new slogan, Take Back America, which is something that I think a lot of people are feeling now. Going back to the politicization of the military, The fact is, is that towards the end of 2022, you really started to see these murmurs from many journalists, many left-leaning journalists, of course, that were saying that the apolitical nature of the military needed to end. And then they go on to basically imply that because there is such a strong amount of support from military service members for the Trump administration, that that all of a sudden was showing that these people were not apolitical and that the military is political in nature. So why are we trying to hide it? That essentially military is, you know, a carryover of what's happening at any given time with the American political system. The reason why the military should remain apolitical is because the military doesn't serve for any one administration or any one party. The military serves on behalf of the American people. You know, when you take your oath of enlistment, you're not taking and swearing allegiance to a political party. You are taking and swearing allegiance to the Constitution and to the American people. And when you have a military that is so far polarized that you are seeing now people like Lieutenant Colonel Scheller now being thrown into the brig for asking support from his senior commanders, 
Or you are seeing that amazing young Marine who went viral after literally pulling that Afghan child over the gates in Kabul after our administration had basically left every single person for dead. That boy who's basically 19, maybe 20 years old is now under investigation because he showed up out of uniform in his civilian clothes to a Trump rally. And now he's being looked at at possibly being charged. I mean, this is exactly what we feared and we are seeing it happening right before us. I would be lying to you if I said that I wasn't concerned for our nation. I do feel like that we are at a knife's edge and that we have to ensure that our military does not become polarized to what we are seeing happening currently because they can and they will. I don't always trust government. And I think that you shouldn't either. You know, people tend to want to trust their government, but it's probably the last thing that you should be doing. You think that there's no corruption that exists in our United States government. You've been asleep at the wheel. Right now, if this military becomes so far polarized that they are forgetting that they're not serving a party, but serving the American people, then that is a point in which our checks and balances are no longer existent. And that enables bad actors to weaponize the military against the American people, which should never happen. And that is why the apolitical nature of the military must be respected. It must be upheld. And if we have to fight like hell to keep it that way, we should be. I want to close with my final thoughts by saying this. It is going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. And when I met with the president, I can tell you that a lot is riding on 2022. And if you're listening to this podcast and you have not gone to your local GOP, if you have not gone to a grassroots organization within your community, you are failing yourself, you are failing the country, and you are failing to stand up and fight for what we really need, which is every single person to get politically active and get engaged. What is happening in our country is scary. And if we don't pull it back, we will lose this country for good. A lot of people think we've already lost it. I don't. I think that we can essentially take it back, just like what Don Jr. said, just like what the president is saying. But everything will rely on 2022, and we need your help to get there. Before we go, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can also hear more episodes and get my weekly newsletter at Gingrich360.com slash Anna. And you can also find me on Twitter, Parlor, Facebook, Instagram, and my new favorite platform, Getter, at Real Anna Paulina. And a special thank you to producer Drew Steele, writer Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.